Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text today's message comes from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 12, as you heard a few moments ago. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, there's a story about a, a very nervous airline passenger who began pacing the terminal when bad weather delayed his flight. During his walk, he came across a life insurance machine. It offered $100,000 in the event of an untimely death aboard his flight. The policy was just $3. He looked out the window at the threatening clouds and thought of his family at home. For that price, it was foolish not to buy. So he took out the coverage. He then looked for a place to eat, and with airports carrying a good variety of food options, he settled on his favorite, Chinese. It was a relaxing meal until he opened his fortune cookie. It read, Your recent investment will pay big dividends. Have you ever been anxious about anything? The word anxiety can be defined like this. Distress or uneasiness of mind caused by fear of danger or misfortune. The gospel reading for today begins with these words. Jesus said to his disciples, Therefore I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat, nor about your body, what you will put on. The NIV uses the word worry instead of anxious, and worry can be defined like this. To torment with cares, anxieties, etc., trouble, plague. But the question I have for you today is, how many times do you think the word worry or anxious comes up in the Bible? It comes up 32 times. Now, when you compare that to a word like love, which is found almost 700 times in the Bible, or faith, which is almost 500 times, or even peace, which is almost 400 times, well, it doesn't seem like anything we should worry about, so it's not worth discussing. The end. If only it were that simple, though, right? That's why we can ask a question like, have you ever been worried about anything? And you can all probably say yes. That's because part of worrying, being anxious, has to do with any fears you may have. And which of us haven't been concerned, afraid of something in our life at some point? You want so badly to get pregnant, and after trying for so long, it still hasn't happened. You worry. You've been up at night because your child was supposed to be home at 10, and now it's after midnight. You worry. Your doctor tells you there's something not right with you, but they have to do more tests to figure out what's exactly wrong. You worry. Your company is struggling financially, and people are losing their jobs, and maybe you're next. You worry. Or you're at the airport at the end of a trip, and the weather isn't great, and you're not sure if you'll make it home. You worry. And on and on it goes. And so we talk about it because it has affected our life in some way, and because God does talk about it, even if it's not as much as love or faith or peace. Think about it for a moment, though. 
those things we worry about, what sort of control do we really have over them? I imagine if we sat down and really considered it, nine times out of ten, the things that cause us the most worry are things out of our control anyway. Your child who hasn't come home yet, your medical diagnosis, your company's job decisions, the weather. And Jesus says in the gospel reading, And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? You can worry about anything in life, but it's certainly not going to extend your life. So what good is it? Maybe we worry because it's the only thing we can do and we have no control over a situation. It is true that we often like to think that we can handle anything that comes our way. And we do want to have ultimate control over what happens in our lives. Last week, remember, we talked about how we want to be the masters of our lives. But God is the real master. He is the one in control, not us. And when we put ourselves as master over God, well, we make ourselves God. And this really goes back to the first commandment. And that is, you shall have no other gods. And then, of course, I can say, what does this mean? We should fear, love, and trust in God above all things. And when we're not trusting in God above all things to provide for our needs, we worry about things like what we will eat or what we will wear, which then Jesus compares to nature and how majestically God clothes nature, which can be destroyed in an instant. And if we worry about those things, it shows how little faith we have. There is a connection between worry and a lack of faith. When we want to be the ones in control of our lives and be our own masters, we're not putting our trust, our faith in God. We're putting it in ourselves. And when we do that, we sin. When we put our trust in other people instead of God, we sin. When we think that we can handle everything that comes our way and we believe that we don't need God in our life, we sin. Whenever we put our own needs, desires, and wants over what God desires in our life, we sin. When we believe that we are the ones responsible for our salvation, that it depends completely on us, we sin. And the path of sin is a path that will never give full satisfaction, full assurance, real hope, or true peace. The path of sin only leads to more worry and anxiety because it causes us to not put our trust in God. The path of sin only leads to more pain and suffering, emptiness, and especially death. Because the path of sin is the path of the faithless. And for those who have no faith, there's only one place for them, and that is eternal separation from God. And that is what we all deserve because of our sin. For all the times we put our faith, trust, and hope in someone or something other than God. That is not what God wants for you. That is why Jesus came, to take the punishment and death that we deserve. Jesus came into this world to be the world's savior, to free us from all the sins that take us away from him, that want to destroy our faith and want to bring us to hell. Jesus came to forgive us all of our sins, 
to take them away. And he did this through his death on the cross and his resurrection from the dead. And his resurrection also brings us eternal life. And this was the only way for us to be saved. God has graciously taken care of all things for us through Jesus because he loves us. And he has given us his Holy Spirit to believe that all of this is true. Jesus died and rose for us to forgive us and give us heaven. The Holy Spirit is the one who helps us make these promises our own, helps us to grasp them and believe them and be confident in the saving work of God. And as a result, we don't have to worry about the most important things that matter. We don't have to worry that our sins are too great to be forgiven or that we are not worthy to come into God's presence. Jesus opened that door. We don't have to worry about what happens after we die because our salvation is guaranteed by Christ. And if we don't have to worry about the big things, we certainly don't have to worry about the little things, the not as important things. I know it's easier said than done. It's easy for me to say, Jesus said, don't be anxious. So we shouldn't be anxious. But we still sin and put our trust in other things besides God. So what do we do? Well, we can hear Paul's words when he says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Jesus said something similar to his disciples in Matthew. He said, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. God is here for us, and the Holy Spirit works in our faith to help us present our request to God, to find our rest in him, because he is the one who has control. And isn't that really the best news for us in times of worry and anxiety? In prayer, we are acknowledging that God is the one who holds the world in his hands and has everything under his control. In whose hands would we rather have our lives? Our own, where sin and worry dominate? Or in the hands of Jesus, whose love is certain? There is freedom in knowing and believing this. Freedom from fear and doubt and worry. God's word for you today is to cast all your cares and anxieties and worries and doubts on him because he cares for you. And he helps you to do it because he has done everything for you. He has won salvation by his death and resurrection. He has given his Holy Spirit to give you faith and to keep you in the faith. You are forgiven. You are saved. You are free. And if the Son sets you free, you are free indeed. Amen. And now the peace of God which passes all understanding. Guard your hearts and minds in Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. Amen.